and welcome to another edition of Questonia Culture. I'm S. Garlic, and in this edition, I am talking to Ingrid Lucas, the Estonian-Swiss singer-songwriter who uh, currently resides in Zurich, Switzerland, and uh, came to Estonia recently to promote her new album Elu Melodia at the uh, Estonian music festivals in the spring. This interview was recorded shortly after that, and uh, we talked through various key tracks on the album, as well as Ingrid's creative process. It's a really interesting discussion, I think, and I hope you enjoy it too. If you do enjoy it, then you can contact Questonia by email, uh, questoniapod at gmail.com, or uh, on Twitter, at questoniapod, or on Mastodon, if you're there, um, estsocial, est.social forward slash at Questonia podcast. So with no further ado, here is my chat with Ingrid Lucas. Ingrid, lovely to see you again. Hello, Stuart. Lovely to see you again. So um, your new album is what you're here to promote. It's called uh, Elu Melodia or Melody of Life. It is your fourth studio album and um, it's been eight years, I think, since Demimond, the last one, uh, was released. So what's what's different in your life now and uh, how has that reflected in the recording? <laughs> I like to believe then that, that I'm much more free, emotionally free and um, physically free and uh, also voice-wise free and independent and uh, the songs are also talking about this uh, freedom inner freedom and peace and and where do you think the inner freedom and peace comes from because you know obviously you do have a life outside of recorded music um, you you are a music teacher you're um, you're also a musician for other people and uh, so um, how, how do you find inner peace among this sort of professional career that goes on alongside your recording career? Mm-hmm. Um, I studied in the meantime uh, in these eight years um, that uh, were between my uh, last album and now I studied music therapy in Berlin I did a master uh, degree in uh, yeah in the University of Berlin and there we had, um, it, we were a lot working, um, working with uh, music, working with uh, psychology, um, and working with our biographies. So I think um, um, facing your own uh, uh, path and and uh, also getting to know yourself and making peace with your road and decisions and and vulnerability mm. um, there this brought me a lot of peace and maybe we can begin for the listeners who've not listened to your previous albums I believe there are still some people who haven't um, and uh, maybe maybe start off with um, your your early life your your kind of journey because um, you were born in Estonia but you also grew up in Switzerland so um, you, you've kind of um, got this kind of du- kind of duality to your identity so what do you think growing up in Switzerland gave your music and uh, what do you think is the Estonian side to your music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Estonia that first 10 years I was living in Estonia and I started uh, I had this amazing experience um, in the singing revolution where I was singing together with over a million of people at the border to Russia um, with people from uh, the Baltics Estonia uh, uh, Latvia Lithuania and singing for freedom Mm. and I was uh, five at that time and this was an incredible experience for me and this is still in every cell of my body so I guess there there I was um, there it started my fascination fascination for singing for the voice 
to stand up, speak up for something bigger than uh, for something bigger for freedom. Um, and um, the Estonian voices and singing um, tradition and choir traditions and also the folk music are for sure um, a very, very important part in my music. And um, I think that, uh, you know, I, when I was 10, I moved to Switzerland. And maybe, maybe the more, um, more urban style, mm. electronic beats, synthesizer sounds, um, um, or maybe more the Swiss part. So what we are combining is um, in our music is this folk, Estonian folk uh, elements and I love, I love repetition. So we have a lot of repetition, um, of course, from, from the Regilau tradition, mm -hmm. the Estonian uh, folk music. But I also write music in this um, and use repetition because repetition is a very important part for me. It's it's um, it's go going deeper mm. through uh, and in in other spheres uh, through the repetition and uh, yes and I would say our music is uh, we could call folktronic sphere pop. Okay, but. You didn't start off there. You started off with, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, a um, much more jazzy sound, and uh, you, you've you've kind of gone through various musical evolutions. And um, so, if you listen to your first album, um, it well, if you, your first solo album proper, if you listen to that, then there's there's a much more kind of, at least to my ears, sort of sunny singer-songwritery type um, um, up-tempo sound to it but if you go back to the jazz album that you did in collaboration before that then again there's a different sound so each album is very different from the last one is that deliberate or is that just how you're feeling at the time i think each album is a is a mirror to a certain period of uh, the musicians lives so um, for sure, <laughs> but I the the first album was called uh, "We Need to Repeat," mm. so my my longing for repetition was already there uh, in the beginning. So, um, but of course, every I mean every album. Um, Is different, yeah. But in a sense, they, the the whole, all the album makes sense in a all together too for me, emotionally sense. And I feel like if you're talking about the difference in sound, then probably the biggest difference in sound when I'm listening to them was between number two, Silver Secrets, and number three, Dummy Mond, just because. Dummy Mond was the beginning of what I think of now as a, as a much sort of denser, darker, um, more electronic sound. Um, so, which feels like something, well, yes, which is different about this album, about uh, Elu Melodia, but it feels like more of an evolution of that sound. Would you agree with that? Or, um, well, how do you feel about uh, the way that the sound has changed since Demi Mond? We have uh, still electronic a lot of electronic parts, but I guess they they were with Demi Mond they were more rough. They mm. were more more into your face and and um, darker. It was also a darker period in my life mm. uh, with the Demi Mond. So um, and with Elo Melodia, we it's it's just an um, it's a development. Right. It's a development of Demi Mond. So. I've been always um, experimenting with um, how much of which ingredients mm. feels right, <laughs> and um, I think Elumenodia has more of um, the female sound uh, mm -hmm. voice voice spaces. 
and uh, more more simplicity. Yeah. And um, also a lot of synths and uh, spheres and a bit less um, electronic uh, beats than in Demimond. But weirdly, paradoxically, um, it, th there might be a lot more synths, but there's also a lot more kind of Estonian traditional music in there, in the sense that there, there were there were Estonian tracks in Demimond, but they they were they 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 seemed like um, modern interpretations of Estonian songs, whereas these feel like you are trying a version of a traditional Estonian song. A lot of the tracks in Estonian. Um, I I wonder if we t if we think about the Estonian language tracks on the new album. Um, how did they come about? What did you listen to in order to build up your inspiration for them? And um, do, do you naturally write? Do you naturally write in your head in Estonian or in, in English? How does it all work? Mm -hmm. I've been uh, listening to a lot of uh, um, uh, film music, hmm. so I think this Elo Melodia um, songs would fit perfectly into some uh, movies mm -hmm. and um, and the question was how you how I uh, so um, when when it when it comes to the Estonian tracks on the mm -hmm. album um, mm -hmm. I, I think around around half the album if I remember rightly is is in Estonian then mm -hmm. um, how did they come about were, were they intended to uh, sound like traditional music to, to have that regular feel to them yeah no no it's for me it's I don't want to um, do something that's already there mm. uh, I don't I'm not looking for um, a traditional sound um, sound because there are a lot of beautiful bands that are doing it in Estonia much better than mm -hmm. than maybe Ingrid Lucas what I'm looking for Mm, is um, more um, yeah to combine it with some new elements mm -hmm. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm really longing for this uh, sphere like synth spheres and and um, transparent um, space sounds and I also love this this uh, like in Pilol Hela one of the tracks at the end it's this crazy electronic beat coming in, in. So I also love to, I love um, um, contrasts. Yeah. So I'm, I'm playing a lot with contrasts too. Um, this is this is definitely an album, isn't it, for someone to sort of listen to the entirety of in sequence. That's that's how it feels because there's there's all of these kind of peaks and troughs there's 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 all of these kind of th so most of the time the vocal and the music comes in gradually in tracks and um, it, it's kind of it it's it's as if you're in you're introducing everything gradually and you're being very patient with yourself and you're asking the listener to be patient um, am I on the right road there um, I think yes um, this music needs a lot of time um, I've heard the feedback that the people are listening many, many times to the sa same songs, mm -hmm. and then it starts to uh, get the life, mm. and they start to, uh, um, yeah, get to the deeper layers of the of the sound and of the of the songs. Right. So, the first song that was released online was uh, "Strong and Bold and Brave." Yes. So, tell us about that. Um, uh, tell us about um, why you chose to release it to the public first, and uh, is it of particular meaning to you, for example? Um, Strong, Bold and Brave is actually... Um, I just wish to encourage people that they're not alone, that uh, there's always hope and, and light 
Yeah. And it, it, it is a very hopeful song, mm-hmm. but I, I can see I can see your your notes in front of you. It's kind kind of your kind of your 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 mood board in book My form, Bible. Isn't it? <laughs> right. So how does this come together? You you type you type out the notes, then you write on top of them. Uh, but uh, what what um, how does inspiration strike, and when does it strike? Well, when I was on stage, I have my book always with me, so uh, um, this is this is the like the red line through the th- through the shows, um, and I love to write everything down because then then I can process it uh, better and remind me better of the things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I have that book always with me, you know, I'm also reading from it on stage. <laughs> because uh, I was also, I was earlier, I, I couldn't talk. I had, uh, I was, um, um, I had selective mutism when I was 15, 16, 17. So um, now it's helping me a lot when, uh, <laughs> when I'm having, it was not so easy for me to talk um, between, the, between the songs. So this book is helping me a lot. Is that part of the inspiration for you taking up music therapy as your as your other career? Yes, for sure. Um, I had I had a difficult um, difficult uh, teen age um, years, and um, so even if I if I was able to talk, I, I couldn't talk anymore. So this um, this is called selective mutism in 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 uh, some uh, situations I hmm. couldn't couldn't talk anymore so and then I started to write my first songs so music saved my life and, and uh, uh, I could in music uh, through music express still express myself and um, of course later I, I, I just wanted to know how is that possible that you can't you can't speak. At, uh, how is that possible? And uh, and why? I, I realized music helped me so much, hmm. and I wanted to know more about it. So um, yeah, much later then I started to uh, to uh, I studied music therapy to know more about this. Uh, it's always struck me that you've been so interested in music as a science as well as as mm-hmm. an art. Um, so, how how does that fit into your modern day sound? Um, uh, how how much of your sound comes from like this this all round holistic understanding of how music works, if you like? Um. Well, of course, I was very into science when I was studying and. Uh, I uh, read a lot of books about it, and but always the practical side was also very important to me, and also the emotional um, uh, impact of music. But it's good to know what what music um, is doing with your brain and mm. and with your physiolo- physiology and with your emotion, psychology, with your body and. Uh, and also it has a lot of social impact. Um, I was just interested because I, I saw, I, I realized in, in my own um, case, it, 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 it was helping me a lot. But I was also working five and a half, half years with disadvantaged um, children in a, in a special school in, in Zurich. So I also, I was rapping with the um, with the kids and teens and also uh, writing um, their own songs and raps mm-hmm. so I saw that this was sometimes the only way how to connect with them they were not so interested in in other um, uh, school activities but music somehow um, they could uh, easily uh, relate and um, yeah that's that's wonderful and uh, do, do you think any of your um um, any of the people who you've been giving music therapy to might turn out to eventually be musicians like yourself. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, um, I've been also working. Some, some you, 
you don't see the people normally um, later. Mm. You work with them maybe um, a certain period, and then and then they are, uh, and then you say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> But sometimes uh, there come there is coming a feedback or a thank you. It was so important that you helped me at that point. Um, and these are very very touching moments then when when they come back to you or or you see them somewhere at a concert or yes. Um, something you've always stressed to me is that. Uh, Yes, there is Ingrid Lucas, the person I, I'm in front of her now, but there is also Ingrid Lucas, capital letters, the band, um, and they are different entities. So, where in the making of the album does the band start, and where does the person uh, end? As in, did it begin as an individual solo project, and then you found the musicians, you you, you met with your, your, your regular collaborators to flesh it out or was it a band project from the beginning? Um, it's both, it's a paradox. I mean I'm writing the songs and I'm, um, I'm uh, also, yeah, I'm composing the English songs and the Estonian songs and I'm looking for the um, folk music and but then I take them to the studio, to the band. And I've been working with, for example, Patrick Zosso, I'm all already for working for over 14 years. And he's a very, very important part mm -hmm. of the band. And, um, and also Manuel Rindlisbacher is uh, the bass player um, in our band, but also a producer. And also uh, Efrem Lüchinger. Um, the three of them were um, very important collaborators in the studio. So we had uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm bringing the, the 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 voices and the spaces, and and uh, they are more bringing the electronical uh, part of it. And and it's always beautiful to have um, very talented and inspiring and colorful um, uh, musicians. And and you you, they bring, they they bring inside the music their talents. But it's beautiful if something third can, can um, come out of it. And I think this this way did. So tell me how you keep it fun in the studio. Um, what, because someone like Brian Eno had exercises that he would that he would give his production clients to make things fun. But do, do you structure it that much, or is it just a case of coming in and doing? Doing what takes you takes your head that day. We it, that's the beautiful thing. It's uh, not so much structure. It's just um, opening your heart, your soul, and just doing what's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, it's all about uh, intuition and uh, and uh, letting the. I, I love I love this uh, this picture that. We are surrounded by this uh, huge music love space and we just tune in and then we download all these beautiful melodies down and put it into a song. Superb. And ha has your um, ha has, has your studio demeanour, has your studio um, process changed over the years? Are, are, you, are you a different person in the studio to what you were, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago? For sure, for sure. What has definitely changed is uh, um, the trust in my own uh, opinion and my own intuition. So I quite well um, 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 feel where I w wish to go and I'm also um, I hope I'm a bit, uh, you know, more grown up than ten years ago, and more um, willing to to also take the lead as a band leader, and and saying yes, this is the right direction. Mm, no, this is not the di uh, direction. Oh, I wish to go more uh, in this direction. So more self confidence maybe, and more more trust in my own uh, mm, vision. And if one of your band collaborators has an idea that takes you off in a different direction, um, are you accepting of that? 
Sure, sure. I, I always want to try out different things and and go with the flow. So beautiful things can happen if you if you go with the flow, and if if there is an openness that everyone can bring um, bring in the best of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I notice I a real sort of feeling of like a bond with nature in this album if if it feels like so a lot of the tracks feel like they're either built around weather or built around nature or just it, there's a real pastoral nature to a lot of the tracks um how how much of that comes from um a deliberate move to sort of spend more time outside to literally be touching grass and and how much of that was just your feeling going into the writing process and something that was completely natural and there already hmm good question I mean I'm very inspired by the nature I love to go to the mountains and um, Swiss mountains and I love to um, do snowboarding and I love the snow and the cold and the wide wide view over the mountains and the same in, in I love Estonian forests and I love mushrooms and <laughs> it's my um, a very very nice hobby of mine so to go and pick up pick mushrooms mm-hmm. um, and to go like for hours and lose yourself in this uh, <laughs> beautiful Estonian forest and 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 hear the sounds and and the smell the all the beautiful <clears throat> everything <laughs> what's there and uh, it's inspiring it's inspiring so inspiring me a mm. lot and of course the sea Estonian sea it's somehow if I'm if I can uh, breathe in the sea it's it's making so much space inside and for creativity creativity there's nothing better than space a, a lot of Estonians um, have said to me and th- this isn't something that specifically they've ever said about yourself but they've said it about uh, about other people and um, other entities that it's very difficult to for many Estonians to almost take on board someone's wish to go and be successful in a different country. If, if we take the example of Kelly Kuriv or Thomas Hendrik Ilves, uh, beca- because because they spent a lot of their lives, in Kelly Kuriv's case, case she went to America to be successful as a songwriter and uh, as a singer. In Thomas Hendrik Ilves's case he was obviously a refugee who eventually uh, um, ended up in America and so when he came back to be president a lot of people saw him as almost a Valislana SD I believe is the phrase or um, 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 and I wonder how much do you feel that urge that need to emphasize your Estonianness, and how much of it is just completely natural to you because I know it's always there even though you're spending time in Switzerland but how much do you feel the need to emphasize it and show people and tell people that it's there as a foreigner when you go away from the place you were born I think it's always the struggle where are my roots who am I where do I belong where's my home <laughs> and all these beautiful questions mm. and in my case it was a, a beautiful bittersweet struggle of uh, longing for to know and to get to feel the roots and to find them back mm-hmm. so <laughs> now comes to my mind that uh, when I was I studied um, jazz mm. and uh, uh, jazz vocals back in time to, to 20 years ago and my 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 master thesis was about uh, how to find the own style mm-hmm. <laughs> actually and this was already a looking for the roots like what's what's mine um, so and uh, 
I would say by now I'm really, really lucky because I found it. I found it in Estonia. I found my home in Switzerland, in Zurich. I found it also in me and in myself. It doesn't even matter where I am. Um, but it was a really, really long search and longing. And, uh, and whenever I, that's why I sing Estonian uh, songs, because always when I'm singing Estonian songs, I'm, I'm uh, connected to, to the forest, to the nature, to the islands, to the Estonian language. And it's beautiful, yeah. I may never prove the hurt you caused Or hear your remorse or shame But I know now my worth is mine It was not broken So let's let's talk about let's talk about Elu Melodia. Let's talk about some of the tracks. And I'm, I'm going to start at the beginning with Dignity. So, um, no pun intended. Why did you feel the need to start with Dignity? <laughs> this is the most important. What you can have as a human being is dignity. You know your own worth. You have trust in yourself and in, in, in life. You finally found yourself and uh, and uh, if someone wants to tell you he's or her Elo Melodia, mm -hmm. you say no that's my Elo Melodia, my life melody is different. What, what is Elo, Melo, Elo Melodia and, <laughs> and how does it work? I really believe Elo Melodia means life melody and I really believe that every one of us, you have your beautiful own Elo Melodia that's really like no one else can have this unique melody, only you. You can bring it down uh, and live, live it here. So everyone has um, this talents and, and um, uh, Gaben in German um, and it's uh, it doesn't matter we, we should we, we shouldn't uh, compare compare each other hmm. because it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. and it's may, maybe a track that sets the scene for the rest of the album in terms of it, it's very, very progressive in its style. It uh, it it it, be it begins quite quietly. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of artists will choose to start with something that makes a huge stamping statement. You've almost done the opposite. Was there? Um, w um, what was what was the reasoning behind that? Uh, good question. Sometimes it's just uh, this feeling, you know, that that's the right one. I. Uh, you mean dignity, right? Yes. For the audio, she's she's now looking through her um, book, her 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 mood boards, as it were, for the pages about dignity. <laughs> exactly. It's just a very 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 important message for me. Like this, the the chorus says, uh, "Goodbye, victim. Goodbye, drama. No ifs, no cons, no buts anymore. I decide here and now that your key will work no more." So it's like this uh, manifestation of who I am and what's important to me and uh, no matter what, I will just do it. And it, it comes from some sort of real life drama that you feel you've moved on from? Um, I mean there are difficulties all the time coming up but I think uh, in my case, what I've learned is uh, I like to be a lo long, long time into one drama or struggle, and uh, what I what I realized it's it it's not worth to lose so much energy sometimes. 
um, and sometimes it's just good to close the door and go on with your life. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and um, it, it, I, I guess if I if I were to sort of pin a feeling on the album, I would say it, it feels like a cleaning house album. It feels like not in terms of uh, what you would do while listening to it, but in terms of the the feeling that I sense you were going through while you were recording it. It feels like it feels like the album someone would make if they've cleaned house and if this is their new self. Oh wow, this is beautiful, exactly. That's, that makes sense. That makes sense, yes. It's like um, making freedom with everything that was. Yes. And mm -hmm. cleaning, cleaning up the house and transforming a lot of things. <laughs> and and how, how much self-analysis did you have to do to actually make peace with these emotions and move on from them? Because you know, there, there are lots of singer-songwriters out there who we don't need to name who will spend years wallowing in their dramas because they feel it makes good music. So what was it that made you feel you could move on from them? I'm always, I was always in, in interested in this transformation of something. Something old, something dark, into something lighter, easier. And uh, I think the darkness and the, the light, uh, lightness is part of this beautiful game named life, right? Um, uh, but, but, but for sure, in my case, music therapy and, and the study of music therapy helped me a lot. And, and, and when, you, when you get um, um, a therapist, you need to do a lot of self-analysis and th uh, therapy yourself. And this helped me a lot. So there were moments um, um, I couldn't um, solve by myself. It was, it was beautiful to have... Um, people around me that were holding the space that I could really give birth to something new. Um, I'd like to talk about Analog Connections and also Rainspell because, or Rainspell, Rainspell Elu Melodia as it's called on the album, um, because um, Analog Connections I know is a track that's very close to your heart, but Ra Rainspell is, you know, obviously through the title but also through the sound which is literally a kind of vocal rainstorm. Um, it, it's it's something that seems to reflect that closeness to nature I asked you about earlier. So tell me about these two tracks. Uh, what was the process for writing them and how did they become complete songs? Yes. It's all about analog connections. So what we do here is also analog connections. Um, we need analog connections, <laughs> especially also after the separation time of COVID and so on. Mm. Um, it's all about analog connections. <laughs> and um, when we are also on stage, I, I so much um, enjoy um, this beautiful vibes and connections with my band members, Tiandra Russo who's playing the saxophone and singing and, uh, and uh, Rahel Studer who is singing and playing the synths and piano and Manuel Rindlisbacher who is also playing the bass and uh, uh, our percussionist uh, Ronan Skillen. Mm -hmm. So we have so good vibes and analog connections on stage I feel. And also these analog connections are also going to the audience. And what I heard that they they loved our um, connection hmm. with them. So they were often uh, the, the feedback was they were really really touched and and um, <laughs> one girl said like mesmer mesmerized hmm. and. Um, Uh, during the last um, album and the concerts um, eight years ago with 
Demi Monde. Until then, I, I was really scared of people and audience. It was a paradox also, because um, I wanted to be on stage, but at the same time, I was so scared of people and to really go into analog connections. <laughs> and I think this is the new, this is the beautiful new state of freedom that I'm not anymore afraid. So I love people and I love to go into real connections with them. Um, so it must have been scary for you to do music therapy to begin with because... Oh, you, yes. You, you are having to be the confident one there. You're mm -hmm. having to be the one who shows other people how to do it. Yes. When I started, I needed to work also with groups. And this was a horror for me in the beginning because um, that's where I was selective motist. And when I was 15, I couldn't talk in, in groups. So it was really 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 difficult for me when there were more than three people in the in the room so I stopped talking and later on also on stage when there were a lot of people I was just so scared so it was a huge process for me to to overcome this fear and to really to really handle this <laughs> the connection and the love vibes and the difficult vibes and what whatever whatever color is in in a human relationship hmm. and you you think in colors uh, and sounds right yeah right Pilol Helle um, is is one of the Estonian tracks and it's uh, it's one of the ones we talked about earlier so uh, what was the basis for that and what were the building blocks for uh, for, for writing that song Pilal Helle is an old Estonian folk song and it came to me um, through a very beautiful way. As in it's a cover or it is, it, uh, it is your interpretation of what an, an, an old folk song would sound like? Exactly, the second. Mm. So it's in the, my interpretation of um, and development of that old uh, folk song. And um, there is, when I was studying music therapy in Berlin, there was uh, my, one of my heroes, Karin Schumacher, uh -huh. who is a really, really iconic music <laughs> researcher and uh, therapist uh, already for 70 years. And um, she uh, taught me a lot. <laughs> and she, she told me that she knew this, uh, this one uh, um, woman in her um, in her youth an Estonian singer named um, Reet Hendrickson hmm. and and then she said that me I, I remember her of of Reet so I, I remind her you know? and uh, then she she showed me the, these old songs of her hers hmm. and there was Pilon Helle with uh, and I I, I right away fell in love with that uh, song so I started to uh, to learn it and 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 um, that's how it came that I, I fell in love but the, the folk tradition is all about passing on melodies and then doing something new with them isn't it exactly so that's what I did I I, uh, I learned it I took it uh, into the studio and uh, then we were just playing it. And actually, the first time we played it, this was the this was the one we chose hmm. for the record because this was the best we 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 did. It was just uh, enjoying and playing and 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 connecting with the with the ancestors. And that music love space, and at the at the end we combined it with that um, cool electronic beat at the end. Yeah, it's it's so interesting listening to you speak about this because um, it, it just strikes me that there there is there is always that sort of brooding 
massive attack type sound that I that I love so much. But then there is Estonian folk, which I I had always thought of as being a very separate and very different thing. And you've managed to bridge the two of them together. Hmm. Oh, beautiful! I love massive attack. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. This is. This are my. Uh, ingredients I play with you know because I'm Estonian I, and I love Estonian folk music and I also love um, uh, this urban uh, urban electronic sound so that's how I uh, together with my beautiful band members we just play around mm. and uh, and go with the flow <laughs> and intuition Tanu, believe that means um, my 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 thanks, or you know my my way of thanking. So um, who who are who are you thanking in that? Um, I am very thankful for my ancestors. So this song is actually a, um, I'm expressing my. Thanks, you can say that, my mm -hmm. thanks to yeah. my ancestors, because we wouldn't be here where we are when they would have, uh, wouldn't have prepared the way. So, um, and I, I guess I'm the first uh, woman in my family line who, who can do really what I love, um, be, be a music therapist and, and be a vocal coach and, and also write music and so, this song I wrote in Estonian, in the regular tradition, for them. When, when you talk about this, it sounds so personal and I just wonder if it would even be possible for an artist to produce music this personal if they were going through the traditional sort of label process of working with someone more experienced. I mean, obviously you've you've had Nick Barch from the start of your career, the um, very experienced uh, mentor of yours who's been, been a regular producer, I think, on your albums, but um, this, this seems so personal to you. I mean, how much of this did you run past Nick and your, your um, other collaborators and other experienced people and how much did you keep to yourself? I think this is the most personal album I did so far, yeah. I was really... There's a lot of my my own experiences and the way how I look to the world and how I experience some themes and, and yeah. Nick was not so much involved in the... In the, in the artistic process mm -hmm. uh, this time he has produced um, three like his label running rhythm records um, um, gave out three albums hmm. of this four so but in this t this time uh, more uh, my collaborators were the three um, I already said the names Patrick Zoso, Manuel Rindlisbacher and Efrem Lüchinger and then we had a lot of um, beautiful people coming into the studio, for example, Carolina Sautbalo. Mm -hmm. um, she was singing backing vocals and we had Reto Suner who was playing the duduk. And also... Um, Can you tell me what that is? Uh, this is a, a, like a, a little flute. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like really this uh, very, very um, exotic, uh, exotic sound. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, I'm not sure. I think it's 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 like from like this this uh, uh, Turkish uh, sounds. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
And we had David Schnee who was playing uh, the viola. Beautiful viola sounds and patterns and also um, Diandra Russo, who is my, also my band member, was playing the saxophone. And you, you finished the album with Free Your Voice and Say It All Loud and uh, it, it seems like you're trying for a triumphal ending there. You're, 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 you're trying for sort of an, an end to the story that gives people hope. Uh, is, is that how you see it? Yes. Free Your Voice, for me, it's that space um, of this music love music love space where <laughs> where we have this uh, this uh, elu melodia full, full of elu melodias and different uh, melodies and uh, I like this picture that every everyone can really download his or her own melody from that space you, you you think of it as a kind of analog download? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, it's all the possibilities are all the time around us. We just need to hear them and uh, be. Um, uh, you will get. Mm -hmm. Be brave to download them and to 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 live live our own melodies and uh, to go to these directions where we uh, feel good and safe and do the things we love. If people are coming to this album as their first experience of you, what, what analogue connection would you like them to get from listening to this? would wish that the people um, get connected inside with their true self. I would love that the people uh, really have this warm feeling inside <laughs> and good, good vibes and uh, hope and that they get through the music the message that they're not alone. Music is always there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that they can be str strong and bold and brave, I suppose. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Ingrid Lucas, thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much. No, my love will always find you.